and welcome to another episode of Simon Says. Let's talk business on Business Radio X. Excited this uh, this day to have Anthony Shope with Halski Systems, Lori Snow with Condor Tours and Travel. We're going to have IT and travel today. Hey, interesting mix, huh? <laughs> the opposite ends. <laughs> well, now we could travel to business and do <laughs> IT. We could do, I don't know. That's right. Probably doesn't work that way. Anyway, I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandra Training by Simon Inc. And uh, uh, really, really excited about this. These are, these are two companies that I have known over the years and really come to uh, respect, but haven't really had much conversation. So, uh, so let's get going. Uh, Anthony, why don't we start with you? Okay. Great. Halski Systems. You're the, uh, what, chief operating officer? That's right. <clears throat> That's right. I do uh, all, the, all the marketing for our company. I do all the finances for our company. So quite an array of differences there. Okay. Yeah, so so you, there's money, I guess. Huh? We like to count the money. Okay. We money's do. good. It's a good thing. Yeah. We, um, I am a partner. We have three owners at Halski Systems. Lewis Halski is our founder, and then Seth C. Graves, and yeah. then myself. And okay. so... We are appreciated to be here today. Thank you so yeah. much. This is exciting. Well, I know I know Lewis well. And I know Seth well. I haven't met you. Well, we've met, but I really right. haven't talked to you. So that's why I'm I'm really excited about this. Great. Well, I tell you what, Lewis and Seth and I mm. have uh, a great relationship uh, for partners, and sometimes that's not always the case. So we yeah. we've had a great run of things, and uh, it is IT keeps it interesting for us, and it certainly t- stays busy for us. Now, when you say IT, you all do a lot more than IT, right? We're going to get into that. But why, don't yeah. you, why don't you give us a little bit about your story? Absolutely. Well, Halski Systems was founded by Lewis Halski in 2000 during the dot-com world that we all know and love. And yes. Some of us made some money in that world and some of us lost. Yes. I was on the second end. Like most businesses in the world today, there was a need. Um, Lewis Halski needed a job. He was working for an IT company that went out from under him. Whoa. And so he was very wise and mature at 20, mm-hmm. and uh, he realized he needed a job. And so he started Halski Systems with one person. Seth and I are very glad he did that. And we've got about 60 other employees that are glad today we did that as well. So Great success uh, story. I love small business success stories. It is. I, I see Lewis um, walk into the office some days, and, his, and I can just see that his eyes are like, Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, and like a lot of things in life, a moment of distress or despair can turn into something very good. And so it did. And we we're happy for that. That's great. So, so that was two th- the year 2000. That's right. Okay. Yep. So we're 17, yep. almost 18 years old. Yep. We're, we're starting our 18th year. We're excited about that. We've certainly changed. Yeah. Um, the business has evolved into different things. We've We've really grown um, to who we are today over the last five years. We've really hit a, uh, a 20% year-over-year growth for the last five years, which rivals any business in the country. For certainly growth. does. Um, we've jumped from 15 to 60 employees in that time. We have three locations in, uh, in Georgia. Uh, Gwinnett County is a great home for Halski Systems. We have an office here. We have an mm-hmm. office in Gainesville. And then we also have an office in Savannah, which... Uh, kind of gives us the span of uh, the state of Georgia. We used to be locally, then we've moved to regional. And this year, um, we have picked up two accounts from Israel and the Netherlands. And so we international company right here out of Gwinnett County and Gainesville. And it's just uh, some days it's overwhelming to think what, what we've accomplished. So what started <clears throat> the growth spurt five years ago? 
Well, um, I'd like to think it was because I came on board. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Got to be it. End of story. Um, we, we did make some changes. I had some history of being able to grow some businesses from, uh, I came from a billion dollar company at one time and um, came in and, and Lewis um, hired me to come in to do just what we've done. He said, I want you to grow our business. And so uh, I came over. My specialty is people. I really enjoy the people. And so we all know that people make the business. I just yeah. recently shared at our Christmas party with our staff that we aren't Halski. The owners aren't Halski. It's the people. Mm. That's what makes the company. And so the culture is what we've really worked hard on. We've really tried to hire that right person. I convinced my partners that we can't hire when we have a need. You need to hire all year long. The right person may not be available at that moment when we need them. Right. We are perpetually hiring, and I feel that because I still write all the offers. And uh, uh, we had 18 new faces at our Christmas party on Saturday night. That's excellent. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, we've got uh, a concept in, in my world, the, the uh, Sandler sales world. We talk to the, the managers, the owners who hire people to have a people bank is the concept, which means that even if you're not hiring for a particular position, mm-hmm. whenever you meet people, you, you should always ask yourself the question, would this person thrive in our company, in our mm-hmm. culture, exactly. in our environment? And if the answer is yes, then you know, record their contact information somewhere where you can get to it when you do have That's right. an opening uh, where they would fit. And so you're not starting from scratch and you've got an idea that this is someone who could fit. We do the same and we yeah. call it our virtual bench. Okay. We have uh, contractors that are in that group yeah. and we have employees that we're ready to hire when they come along and we have that need. And it, it, it happens more often than not. I, I, I talk to people and I say, we don't have anything today, but we could tomorrow. And literally those things have happened where we just saw a need. But um, the skill sets for the IT world has become much more specific um, than yeah, it used to be. And so you have one person who is working on a specific thing in your organization now, mm-hmm. whereas in the past, that one person may have been able to touch and have knowledge in a great many other things. So, Well, that, that leads me to my next question, which mm-hmm. is what are the services that you offer your, your customers? Well, in, in our world, and I'll explain this, is the managed services. Mm-hmm. Um, and so five years ago, I didn't know what managed services meant. So, really? Yeah, it was just, uh, it, it's been a key phrase in our industry for managed services for the, um, the IT of a client. And now the world is kind of going to a total service provider, but the managed services, we can take over completely any shop for IT that needs it, or we can do uh, a limited amount of work depending on what the client wants. Some of our clients like to have their own IT person available and then they become our liaison between Husky Systems and that IT person. And some of the companies, depending on their size, they may um, they may want to outsource 100% of it. Mm, okay. And so, um, you know, we are serving a mid-market level um, from a, a client's 100 to 2,000 seats, but we have clients that have three users. Um, that say, hey, we want you to help us. Those smaller users now, because of the systems that are in place, we're able to serve those remotely. Okay. And uh, we can provide a much, much more competitive price if we don't have to go on site. And so... When you say seats, mm-hmm. Anthony, you mean users, users people right. who have a computer and they're working? And, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of medical clients um, that uh, we serve 
specifically in the Gainesville area, there's a lot of medical. Mm. And um, so we serve a lot of those clients. We have uh, up to 2,000 users and some of those that we support every day. And for those clients, I have two employees that work on site there every day. Okay. Um, probably the average employee there doesn't even know that those employees don't work for their same mm-hmm. company that they work for Husky Systems. Because their IT is mission critical, <clears throat> has to stay up, has to be. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we, we've seen uh, the world is now never sleeping, you know, time mm-hmm. zone over time zone. Um, and so we have seen the need for support 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 365 days a year. So you're staffed around the clock. We are now. We, yeah. we have just kicked that off and the difference in, in where we find our niche in that world and where we um, feel like we have a competitive advantage is that we staff that in-house with Halsky-owned, Halsky people supporting those. Um, and that's different than your competitors, I take it. Most are outsourced across different time zones yeah. throughout the world. And um, we just don't think that would suit our clients. And so we're doing that staffing in-house, um, which is a competitive advantage for us. So what does your perfect client look like? You, you mentioned that some might have an, un, an, an, an owned mm-hmm. IT person. Some might not have anybody. Right. Do you have a preference? or? Well, we do. We, we, our business model fits any business it can scale from one to two thousand very easily Mm -hmm. but our ideal client where we can go in and really take over um, the IT and handle that for our client and provide them the service that we think they want we're really in that two to four hundred user our seat Um, okay and um, that seems to be where more of the clients are going Gwinnett County has a lot of big business and so we um, we have leaned on Gwinnett County which has been a vibrant part of our growth. We could not be where we are. We cannot be growing without Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Chamber has been a wonderful support group for us and put us in contact with businesses that need our help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's exciting to do those two to 400 companies and see that the owner came to us and was so struggling and so distraught. And, you know, in a matter of a few days, we can basically say, we've got this. That's what we enjoy. But you also mentioned that you recently acquired two new accounts in uh, international mm-hmm. accounts. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about that? I can. Um, so international accounts really um, are new to us. They really challenge us because mm-hmm. uh, they want to have a conference call um, in the middle of the day, which can be our midnight. Uh, I recently did one of those did you? Uh, from the Netherlands. I sure did. And it was, uh, you know, whatever it takes. Um, mm-hmm. But the 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 common denominator between most of the companies the international that we worked with is they're owned internationally, but they do have locations in the U.S. And so um, we're servicing those clients here in particularly those two clients um, are in Georgia. So both of those accounts are here in Georgia, but they have other locations that we will be uh, working through. We kind of like everybody have to prove ourselves to them, but uh, it's really exciting to me to think that in Gwinnett County in Gainesville, Georgia, that we can service an international client when we had 15 employees five years ago. It's not so important anymore to be in a metro area, right? I mean, it really isn't. In our world, definitely not. Mm. Um, the, the, the world is global now, mm. and the Internet of Things has changed everything. Mm. And so we can serve and fix many, many of the problems. In fact, we have a technical assistance center that we answer live calls in all day, every day. And we solve about 85% of every call we have 
remotely through that. Mm. So we don't have to roll someone in a car to come to your location um, for nearly as many things as we can serve remotely. Good. Once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And our show is Simon Says, Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. You know, everybody's played the game, Simon Says. So we, yep. you know, like that. I uh, like it. Yeah. Some people get the joke. Some people don't. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> but we're talking to Lori Snow with Condor Tours and Travel and Anthony Shope with Halski Systems. And, and Anthony, uh, I'm, I'm curious, with technology changing so quickly, and uh, and you're hiring people because you're growing so quickly. Mm-hmm. How do you keep your people technically up to speed with what's going on? It it is a challenge because when they're taking technical training, they're not servicing our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but in our world, technical training is extremely important. We reinvent ourselves about every eighteen months in our industry, and so Goodness. the great thing is the people that we employ love the change. Mm -hmm. We hear resistance to change in our world, but the IT folks that are really good at what they do love the change. They want to play with the new and shiniest blinking toy. Of course. (laughs) And uh, they really like to do it when Mm. they're not having to pay for it. But we really put a lot of emphasis on getting our employees trained up properly. We have in-house training that um, is done through webinars. Mm -hmm. And we send our employees out um, to do hands-on training as well. Do you? It is, it's, it's a must to be able to serve our clients in the way that they expect to be served. So they go out and get the lay of the land and figure out. So you get a new client. Yeah. Do you come on site? How's that, how's that work? Yeah. So just walk you through that. So mm-hmm. we, we do a discovery with mm-hmm. the new client. So we have tools to discovery where we can deploy an agent throughout their network mm-hmm. that will tell us everything that they have on their network. That gives us a um, device count. Okay. So that we can know what the client has and what we need to service. And then we take that discovery back and um, we have our technical leaders look through that. And uh, then we make a, uh, a, for lack of a better word, a sales pitch to the company on what we see that they need to do to eradicate their problems. Mm-hmm. Because make no bones about it, we get calls when people are in trouble. And nobody goes, you know. <laughs> everything's great. I think I'll change IT providers. It's typically when someone is on a very stressed level. And let's face it, in the world we live in today, who can work without a computer? I mean, it is it is a must-have for most industries. Even you think, okay, a construction guy, he's not working with a computer all day, mm. but his foreman is back in the truck yes. getting uh, time of delivery and placing uh, orders for raw materials. And yes. so when's the concrete truck going to be here? The, yeah. the computers are a part of most everything. Yeah, you can listen to music unplugged, but you can't really work these days unplugged. It, it isn't. And so um, uh, when uh, I mentioned earlier, when Lewis asked me to come on board as a partner, that was a big role to think, okay, this isn't going anywhere. This mm. industry is here to stay. It's not here to stay like it is today. It will be changing and it will be changing fast. And uh, my guys love that. They like to put their hands on new equipment. In fact, um, when we've had employees that have turned in their notice and they want to leave, we do an exit interview. And most times it is that they want to get more training and be on, on something different. Mm. We don't lose many employees. And, um, yeah, I heard you had very low turnover. It's, it's, uh, it's worked on every day. It's not something that you do and forget mm. about, but the culture in our organization is, is huge for us. We, we, um, have a, uh, a very important, 
I, I wouldn't say it's motto, but we go by the word rise. And that okay. is um, respect, integrity, servant's heart, and excellence. And so we say together, rise. we rise. That's, awesome. that, that's really our core values in our organization. Respect, integrity, servant's, servant, heart, servant's heart, and excellence. And, excellence. and the, the core values, we roll that out from day one. It's in an offer letter to our employees, and we let them know that this is what we expect mm. of our employees, and this is what our clients expect of our employees. And so we, we've kind of fight a stigma from many years ago that an IT guy is, is a one-man show working out of the back of his car. Yeah. Um, and that, those roles have really changed. It's a very professional world, at least for us. Um, and our clients um, very much depend on us to make things work. And uh, we're, we are in the industry that we do a hundred things and 99 of them are right. And we never hear a word, hmm. but we do hear something when we do when, the one thing that wrong. one thing in a hundred. Yeah. And 99.9% of the time, somebody's down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, even though the industry is changing so fast, you must have somewhat of a crystal ball in the next three to five years. What do you see coming down the pike? Uh, a lot. We, yeah. we do. I think the world has become a global marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so what we see, um, is very common for a lot of our clients is people want things faster. Mm -hmm. They want things quicker. Uh, their patience is less. Um, nice. You know, they want to click on that, on that arrow and they want it delivered to their home mm -hmm. quickly. And so when those things don't work, it's a problem. And uh, we, so we see that um, the growth of our industry is very much, it's happening. It's happening very fast. And we see that being uh, a good for us. Um, but we have to be poised to keep up with the technology that's coming down the pipe. Um, there's so many new things going on and you hear a lot of the negative things that are going on on your nightly news with data breaches Certainly, and with yeah. uh, security risk. And so those things are the things that keep me awake at night. Those are the things that I worry about for our company. And so we have internal deployment of security and we leverage outside security to help us to manage our clients. Um, if you can imagine this for just a minute, all the data that's stored out in the magical cloud that it makes everybody nervous. 80% mm -hmm. um, of that data has been created in the last two years. It's so robust. The, uh, the pictures from your phones are so much better quality. They take up more space and that space is growing and growing. And you hear that those are breaches. We've all gotten those letters in the mail where uh, your bank account has been compromised or your something has been compromised with your car payment. And so those are the things that really keep us awake at night. We're, we're being very proactive with our clients. Our clients expect us to do that. And that's one thing that Certainly. we provide to them is yeah. a proactiveness where we see failures in their networks, where we see failures where a breach could occur. Mm -hmm. We are continually monitoring that with uh, a system that we have built in-house called Hoskimon for Hosky Monitor. Monitor, okay. Hosky and Monitor. so it's, it, we, we can fix and resolve an issue on this computer that may be running this show right now behind the scenes and no one ever knows that. Excellent. Uh, we have a, if you came to our office, you'd see some giant TV screens monitoring it with our client names and the health of everybody's network right there where you can see that. Yeah, that's great. It's a super world of nerdy, nerdiness that really works. And so all those people out there who would like a, a super nerd to help them out, how would they get a hold of you or your company? Well, I've got to say in our world, we're on the internet. Uh, <laughs> that would be a surprise. Uh, right. com. Halski uh, is H-A-L-S-K-I. S-K-I. Halski.com. Yep. yep. After okay. our founder, Lewis Halski. Excellent. All right. And so again, this is... Uh, 
Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. I'm Business Radio X. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And, and Anthony, it's been great having you with us. And uh, as we talk with Lori, please uh, please uh, stay on and, and, and interject if you'd like. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited about Halski and what you're doing with, for your, your, your clients and what you can do in the future. And, and, and well, thank uh, you guys. Wish you all the best. Al, thank you very much for your support. It's the Gwinnett community has just been a great help to our success. The Gwinnett business community is a, is a very, very fine community. Very people, people helping people. I agree. Yeah, it's great. And Lori, you've been a part of that for a while, right? Yes, I have. Lori Snow, the CEO of Condor Tours and Travel for how many years? Well, the company started in 1989 by my father. I joined him yeah. later in the 90s. Um, we actually incorporated in 1991. So we've been in the travel mm. business since there were paper tickets. Oh, well, and I now, remember that. of course, everything's electronic and the world mm. of the internet. So we've seen a lot of change in the travel industry since uh, we got in the business. I'll bet you have. And Absolutely. a lot of folks think that the travel agent business is dead. Apparently we hear not. that a lot. We do. Yeah. I have people say to me, I didn't know there were travel agents anymore. They're mm. actually on the rise now because really? the internet is so overwhelming with information that they need someone who might just know a little bit more. It's kind of like trying to do your own taxes. It's so complicated. You need a CPA. Well, guess what? For travel, you need an agent to help make it happen. Especially overseas travel. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, probably 90, more than 95% of our business is over the water. We do very little domestic business. Not that we don't want to. We just find the demand for our product is people are not comfortable with dealing with a foreign country when booking their travel. They like dealing with a U.S. company that can be the buffer for them into that foreign destination. Well, we've all heard the horror stories. That's the whole, the ones yes. we've heard in my time in this business are some wild stories. I have my own do from you? all the years of travel I do, but we're always there to make sure the clients are taken care of. And that's the advantage. You, you don't, you don't, you're not calling a mouse. Yes. Who do you call when you book with a mouse? We have a phone number. Yes. And you really like to use the term travel designer. That's correct. That's and, correct. And why is that? Well, the industry has changed. People just don't want to go... Uh, to a destination, let's just say, we'll pick Paris, because everybody knows Paris is a lot of going on there, mm -hmm. both in a good way and a bad way. Yes. So people are a little bit nervous about traveling there. So they want to call someone who might be able to say to them, you know, this is the best thing to do while you're there. These are the things to see. So we help design your experience to key in on what your interests are. People have their own interests, especially the millennial market. They have a very specific interest now that, do they? in their lifestyle. So we take our travel and try to fit that particular interest, mm. whether it's adventure, soft adventure, cultural, historical. We find those things out when we talk to the clients and then we create a package to a destination or number of destinations to meet that interest. Okay. You just used a couple of terms I am unfamiliar with. Yes. Okay. So adventure and soft adventure. Right. What's the difference? Well, soft adventure would be some low scale hiking. Like let's talk about Peru, Machu Picchu, Peru, mm -hmm. Machu Picchu, soft adventure. You can walk the citadel of Machu Picchu. It's not too overwhelming. If you see pictures of Machu Picchu, there's this peak in the background. That's actually a different mountain. That's Huayna Picchu. You can climb to the top of that. That's adventure. Okay. So that's the things we ask them. If they want to go to Machu Picchu or I'm booking a package for them, I mm. ask them, are you a hiker? Are you in good shape? Why don't you add on the extension to Huayna Picchu and hike that mountain as well? They say, no, I'm overweight or whatever their or I'm handicapped, whatever the situation mm -hmm. is. And we say, you know what? Let's just do Machu Picchu only. So or just old. <laughs> My wife's There's no age limit on that. I've taken a woman up to 75. Oh, wow. Well, my wife, Sherry, and I, we, we uh, did some hiking in Vail. 
Okay. And we looked in you know, the local directory and there were no easy trails, right? Everything was moderate or, or higher. So we picked a moderate trail. That is not what we would call moderate. <laughs> it was quite an adventure. Oh, for was us. it? Okay. Yeah. It seemed like it was straight up. Right. But of course, there's the younger people, kids just running right by us and like it's not. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and again, going back to Machu Picchu, you mm-hmm. can actually hike the Inca Trail, a four day, three night. But that's mm-hmm. truly for high adventure. The yes. People that are in great shape because the altitude is a factor. Conditioning mm-hmm. is a factor. Uh, same thing with Panama. We have a hike that takes you from the Atlantic to the Pacific. We have to ford rivers and right. do some odd stuff. Okay. And how about things like hotels or, or tour guides? I mean, I guess you get into all that stuff, right? Right. Absolutely. We, yeah. I spend a lot of time in the field. I travel quite often. And when I'm traveling, I spend time visiting different hotels and meeting with different companies to get to know how they operate, what their business model is, see if it's a nice fit to our business model. So when we're dealing with them in those countries, we know that they're great for adventure travelers, but maybe not so great for in Ecuador, I have three different suppliers I use because each one has a strength. Mm-hmm. So I try to work with multiple suppliers to meet a particular client's needs when I travel. Right. Now, these folks are all looking for more business, right? So they, when they know you're going to be talking to them, they probably put on their best face, don't they? How, how do you know when they're really not what they... Well, that's where the client feedback is important. We always, okay. at the end of a trip, send a, an email to the clients, and I usually either personally call them, thank them for the business, and ask mm-hmm. them, how was each property? What experiences did you have, positive or negative? Our objective is to make sure their trip is 100% perfect. We know things are going to go wrong. Flights are going to get delayed. People are going to leave things behind. People might get sick on a trip. Um, mm. They lose baggage. Uh, we had one guy who left his bag behind. His laptop was in the bag. We were able to get the bag to him. When it got to him, the screen on his laptop had been broken. So somehow during the time he left his bag behind, and we got it to him, something happened to his bag. It got crushed. We don't know how that happened. Mm. We stepped up and even though it was not our fault that he lost his bag, and I'm not saying everybody out and go, out, go out and do this now, we actually paid to have his screen replaced for him. That's so that's tremendous. the kind of thing we do to, our, to help our clients to separate us from anything you could do on the internet. Yeah. The other big question we get is they think there's an added fee to using a travel agent. There isn't. The commissions are paid by the hotels, by the operators to us. So if you see a package online, cruises are a great example. Cruises are notorious for offering amazing deals online. Well, guess what? They're not going to put after my deal is not amazing. They're always going to be amazing deals. So they put it up there and you think, oh my gosh, I got to book that right now. And you book it online. You have no customer service with that. You book something like that with us. And we're constantly checking that cruise again to see if maybe they sweetened the pot. Maybe they've added a perk. Maybe they've lowered the price. We can get you an upgrade for the same price you paid before. Mm. Those are the kind of services that we offer that you wouldn't get if you did your own thing. So are, are cruises the hottest thing out there these days? Or what is, what's, what's the hottest kind of travel these days or leisure travel? Actually, it's land type of adventures. Cruises are a fabulous way to see a destination. Think of them as a buffet experience. You go mm. to each country and you have a, a, a quick, and then they, people get to them and think, wow, I'd like to go back there. And that's where our strength is. We take you back there. Do we book cruises? Absolutely, we do. But we prefer to have you visit a destination country and actually experience the cultures, uh, the lifestyles, whatever your hobbies are. We usually can key in on those. Birding is very big in some areas. And so we key in on birdies. Believe it or not, in June, the end of June, early July of 2019, I am already sold out out on an eclipse tour uh, in Chile, the northern area of Chile, because that's going to be 100% total eclipse there. 
Oh, really? Already sold out. Have every room booked in this one town. They only had 40. I took all of them <laughs> oh, <laughs> for wow. 2019. And I have an Eclipse tour planned for 2020 that I haven't marketed yet that'll probably sell out instantly. That's tremendous. So we do a lot of niche sort of stuff as well. I bet you do. Yep. Since 1991. Yes. We've That's learned a lot from I'll, then. I'll bet. That's great. So what's your favorite story of travel or uh, maybe a tour that you took yourself or one that you booked for someone? You know, people ask me all the time, what's my favorite destination? There's yeah. not one that's a favorite. There are experiences and just about all of them that stand out for me. Uh, when I was in Greece going to, we were on a, a small cruise ship, not a big cruise, and we actually took a boat over to Ephesus. Mm -hmm. And we went up to where Mary uh, was born. And mm -hmm. we just, you know, that was just a goosebump moment. When I was in Patagonia, Chile, the Torres Alpina National Park is, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful national parks I've ever been to. You said this so well. What was it again? Torres Alpina. That was beautiful. Well, I am fluent in Spanish, so I'm able to roll my R's. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> right. In South Africa, Safari, we happened to stumble on a couple of cheetahs that were hunting. Oh. So we watched them run through the, the, the land there, and then we were able to follow them, found them. They had caught a cheetah, excuse me, they caught an impala. It was a pair of cheetahs are usually in pairs. They caught an impala. So one of them was smothering it with its jowls. That's how they kill it. Mm. And the other one that had chased it down is off cooling off because their body temperature gets so up while they're running, they have to calm down before they can eat. Otherwise it can be very dangerous for them. So then we watched them do the hunt, the cool down and the, the dining. And that was just one of those wow experiences if you love animal life, which mm. you do. On my last trip to Costa Rica, two Lapa Rios or Lapas, which are in the United States called the uh, uh, Scarlet Macaws, flew over and I got an amazing picture of them flying over. So it's just, you know, it's, it's experiences like that that are amazing. That's great. Now, can, I, can I change jobs? <laughs> this is more exciting. I get that than, a lot too. <laughs> Someone just yeah. last night just said to me, "I want your job." <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I might uh, want that too. So maybe we could, we both just change careers here. It could know. happen. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Al Simon with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. on the show. Simon says, "Let's talk business on Business Radio X." Talking with An Anthony Shope of Polsky Systems and and Lori Snow with Condor Tours and Travel. And Lori, this is. Uh, Amazing stories. I would love to sit with you and talk for hours and hours about the different uh, experiences you've had. But if someone wanted to do a custom vacation, what's the walk us through how, you, how they go about doing that? Right. Destination is probably the first thing to try to zero down. Mm. Where do they want to go? Because then we can tell them what the best time of year is to go. You would not got to go to southern Argentina or Chile in June. It's their winter mm. unless you want to snow ski in Bariloche. So what we need to figure out is what is your interest on your trip? Is there mm. a particular geographic area you're wanting? And then we try to match it up. Most of the time, by the time people come to us, they've already said, I want to go to Australia. I want to go to Europe. I want to go to South America. And then we can zero down on what the best times of year are mm -hmm. to go to the Amazon, to go birding, to fishing. Some of the areas we even sell some fishing product. We know when the best seasons are for that. So when they say to me, I want to go to Peru in June, I say to them, and Peru is our hot destination right now. It seems like more people are booking Peru than anything else in Latin America. Really? Why is and, that? You know, uh, TV has put a lot of emphasis on it. They've made mm. it one of the top places to see, and a lot of people watch TV and internet, and so it seems to get Googled a lot. So that's why we're getting a lot of um, interest on that destination. But what they do is they tell us, 
how much time they have. We ask them what their budget is so that we have an idea. Are they a three-star traveler or are they a luxury traveler? We take all those components and create the package. These are things you can't do on the internet. I don't know if you've ever tried to book an airline ticket online, but it usually limits you to five seats where you're a family of six. That's kind of a pain to have to separate it. You may not get the same schedule, may not get the same price. We can book 100 seats on a flight if we have to. In fact, the chamber group that I do in February, there are about 80 travelers and we take care of all that for them. That's excellent. That's excellent. So if someone wanted to go ahead and book some travel with you, how how do they get a hold of you? Uh, Our website. We're, we have a website, www.condor, that's like the bird, toursandtravel.com, or you can email me, info at condortoursandtravel.com. One thing I didn't touch on is whether you book the trip with me or not, you've done your own thing, you ought to protect that trip. Yes, tell us about that. There are a number of companies out there that offer travel protection. The other word would be for travel insurance. We mm-hmm. call it travel protection in our industry. Things go wrong, folks, especially in the winter time. If you have a connecting flight, you could get snowed in. Your flight could get canceled. Look at Atlanta. Friday night, so many flights are canceled. We had clients that were supposed to leave on Friday. They didn't get out till Sunday. Mm. They lost two days of their trip. Insurance or pre- travel protection would have refunded any of their losses for that kind of thing. You get sick. You, I've had people fall off a curb and break an ankle on a trip, get cut and need stitches. Mm-hmm. Travel protection, whether you book the trip with me or not, we can help you with travel protection. Just go on our website. We have a link for that as well. And do your, you know, we can help you out there. So you always suggest travel protection? I do. I take it on every trip I take. Do you? Every trip. Yeah, Lori, I, I think you said something that really resonated with me. I, I do travel a lot and I do book that. I used to book it online myself. Um, <laughs> but you you touched on that people think that the travel agent makes money and it's a higher fee through because we would pay for that. But that was news to me. What you said, I think that's important for people to hear. I would assume that it was higher as well. Right. No, it generally is not. Whatever the cruise was a good example, whatever that price is on that you're seeing at whatever rollcaribbean.com, that's the exact price we sell it to you at. You don't pay any more for it. Very good to know. That is good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no reason not to use your help. Absolutely. That's great. Think of us as free help. There you go. I like free help. I do have a great tagline. The internet's for looking, but your agent is for booking. <sighs> I want her to do Poetry. my trip just because she can roll the R so well. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. <laughs> say, say your name with the R rolled. Lori. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so once again, Lori, that's uh, www.condortoursandtravel.com. Correct. Okay. Excellent. Well, this has been great. This is Simon Says Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And uh, we've had terrific guests here on Business Radio X. We've had Lori Snow with Condor Tours and Travel and Anthony Shope with Halski Systems. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Our pleasure. Anybody want a parting shot here before we close this up? Yeah. Go for it. I I would just say, Al, thank you for what you do. Thank you for having us on the show. Uh, thank you to Gwinnett County for what they've done for my business. And I know Lori feels the same way. Yes. Um, we are just very appreciative of that. Excellent. Absolutely. This no, has been are. fun. Thank you. It if is. anybody needs this. a vacation, let me know. Okay. So we've got great IT services. We've got great vacation planning, designing. That's right. So, uh, hey, folks, you, know, you now know where to go for those things. Absolutely. Once again, Al Simon. Simon says, let's talk business. Good selling.